0: Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network.
1: This is the People in Places Extra Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Watlington. So glad you can join me today. As we continue to talk to craft beer as part of People and Places Brew to Use series, we've made five stops in cities across eastern North Carolina to really dig deeper into the growing craft beer industry as more and more of these locally owned breweries are starting to pop up in eastern North Carolina. And as we wrap up this month-long series, we make a stop in Kinston, North Carolina, a place that really is one of the birthplaces of the beer movement, the craft beer movement in eastern North Carolina. And it started back in 2008 into 2009 when Mother Earth Brewing opened there along Heritage Street in downtown Kinston. It's the brainchild of eastern North Carolina natives Stephen Hill and Trent Mooring. Coming up during the episode, we'll go one-on-one with Trent to not only talk about Mother Earth's beginnings and maybe what they thought it would be, We'll talk a little bit more about how surprised he is and all the things they're doing now. We're talking way more than just craft beer. They're doing uh, spirits with their distillery, Mother Earth Spirits. They've got a spiked seltzer brand. Everybody loves the White Claw these days. Well, Mother Earth has their own brand called Circe that's available in three states. And they're also doing other things like they have their own hotel now in downtown Kinston. And one of the cool things you'll hear in just a moment is how they shifted their focus during the pandemic to not only be able to sustain themselves and make money, but also help people all across a couple of states uh, during the pandemic. It's a really neat story. After we talk to Trent Mooring from Mother Earth Brewing. We're going to check out another small brewery just across the Neuse River there in Kenston. It's known as Big Game Brewing, but the folks there like to call it the Beer Barn. We'll catch up with Aaron Avery, the owner and the brewer, to talk about his small brewery. It's got a great environment overlooking a little lake and a pond there uh, just off of US Highway 70. It's a really cool tap room. We'll talk to him about his experience in craft beer and some of his hopes for the future. But we start down at Mother Earth Brewing. It's really one of the homegrown success stories in the North Carolina craft beer movement and we got to learn a little bit more about it with the co-owner Trent Mooring. You guys opened 2009?
0: Yeah we started planning in 2008 and did about a year of planning and then had our grand opening in October of 2009 yeah.
1: And then fall 2019 you have your 10th anniversary and then COVID? Yeah COVID yeah. What was uh what was the the pandemic like? What has it been like?
0: Well I mean you know it was pretty scary at first but we were very, very fortunate to also have um, the Mother Earth Spirits arm of the business. And we were able to make hand sanitizer. Um, and we teamed up with a long-term care facility um, that had about 60 locations across three states. And we were able to solely supply them hand sanitizer, which saved a lot of lives, really helped them out. And it also kept us, um, all our employees working and kept us extremely busy during COVID. So that was a, we were able to get through COVID with that.
1: That's crazy. You hear a lot of breweries, you know, saying they had to shift their their focus and their model because of COVID, maybe to more curbside stuff, which you guys did as well. We did, yeah. But to get into the hand sanitizer business, that's kind of a unique thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were very fortunate to be able to do that.
1: As far as uh, the craft beer business goes in North Carolina, it's booming. And you guys were the first in Kinston. Now there's another across the river they're popping up all over Eastern North Carolina. I remember you saying when I interviewed you in the past that you guys kind of got in at the right time.
0: Yeah. You still feel that way. Yeah, I do. And I think, you know, too, we, um, even before COVID, we were really shifting our business model to be more, to be more of an off premise based brewery. Um, you know, um, focus on, uh, grocery, um, carry out type things, um, which obviously helped us, um, during COVID and, um, it continues, continues to help us, um, We, um, you know, we still make a lot of draft beer, um, but we're making more packaged beer right now than we ever have. What's your distribution like these days? Uh, Right now, we are in um, North Carolina, um, statewide, obviously with with beer, and we're in North Carolina, Virginia. Sorry, we're in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia with Cersei.
1: And any plans to go into Virginia and further north?
0: yeah i think yeah we're, we're looking at virginia right now um and then also looking at going down into florida
1: and tennessee as well kind of just the whole southeast east coast type yeah we,
0: we we like to to you know be in those states that kind of border i-95 that's kind of our plan
1: for you guys the name mother earth is quite literal you try to be as natural as possible with you've got solar panels that help power the tap room and and things like that can you talk more about uh just kind of integrating, uh, you know, the Earth and, and Mother Nature into Mother Earth. Yeah, I mean, that's,
0: you know, something that's always, like, really been important to us. That was kind of part of our um, mission statement since our inception, you know, it was the we all enjoy doing outside activities and doing things like that. So we wanted to be able to reduce our carbon footprint as, as, as much as we could. Um, it's actually funny, um, yesterday... We got an um, approval We um, for our 501C. We um, uh, have just started the Mother Earth Foundation um, that we will be doing tons of nonprofit work and, um, and help to, you know, river keepers and different things like that to, to really further what we've already done.
1: You, you've really integrated yourself in this community. Yeah, yeah. So across yeah. town, You've got here. You've got the the facility for for beer. A couple blocks away, you've got the distillery. Yeah. Uh, a couple blocks away in the other direction, you've got the motor lodge. Yeah. Over at Granger Stadium, you've got Mother Earth Pavilion. Did yeah. you think all that would happen 12, 13 years ago when you guys were getting this started?
0: No, I really, I really didn't at all. I, you know, it, it, it's funny if you go back and look at the original business plan that Stephen and I wrote. It's just not very accurate at all. Um, <laughs> Which is, which is funny. You know, we, we kind of looked at it as like, you know, we can come here, we can get this building that we, you know, is kind of an ugly duckling and make it look nice. And, you know, Stephen and I are both from um, this area. So we were like, you know, let's let's do something here. But what has evolved around us, I think is one of the most gratifying things that, that, that we've done to see other businesses come here. And for us to be able to say, oh, you know, now we have Mother Brewery. Gosh, we're getting so many people Coming here for tourism to tour and stuff, we need to open the Mother Earth Motor Lodge, you know. And then with the wood ducks coming back to town, that really helped us a lot too. And we were like, well, you know, we had so many people going to the wood ducks games, staying at uh, the Mother Earth Motor Lodge. So we were like, well, let's do the Mother Pavilion, you know. It's just, it's just one thing after another. It's just kind of we've been very, very fortunate um, to, you know, reap the benefits of Kinstons downtown Grilling. You
1: and over at the pavilion at Granger Stadium, you've got the uh, the Duck Blind yeah. beer that's only available there. So that's kind of cool to be able to have something exclusive to uh, your pavilion right across the street at Granger Stadium.
0: It, it is, it is, it is. Um, that's like that's an amber ale. You know, we don't make an amber ale, so uh, you know, commercially. Um, so for us to be able to make a beer that we don't really make for the wood ducks, and I love the name Duck Blind. That's an <laughs> awesome name. I don't know who came up with that, but they did a good job. So it wasn't you. It wasn't me, actually. No, it wasn't. Uh, just I, I, I do know who came up with okay, that, but I don't so. want
1: to. You can give him credit
0: if you yeah, want. Yeah, well, yeah. Travis came up with that, and and I, and I said something to Travis. I was like, "Man, that's an awesome name." He was like, "Well,
1: you can thank me for that." You know? I was like, "Well, I was like, I couldn't have done it better myself." So it's really neat. Uh, just across the river, you've got Big Game Brewing, the Beer Barn. Uh, I talked to Aaron Avery a couple weeks ago, and you know how neat is it to know that that other people are getting involved and, you know, maybe inspired by you guys to, to maybe do their own thing and have their hand in, in craft brewing in Eastern North Carolina.
0: Yeah, that's good because, you know, when in 2008, everybody thought Steven and I were crazy. They're like, starting a brewery in Kinston? Really? Um, but, you know, we were one of the first people to do that. And, um, and to see people, you know, wanting to, to, to start breweries and, and, and do things like that, I mean, not just in Lenore County, but I mean, everywhere you know if you go look at the brewer's association and go look at the numbers of breweries that are popping up versus the number of closings it's just incredible that the that it continues yeah. to to grow the way it does
1: so. and it, in Newburn, you got brewery 99 pete fry yeah I love who, pete fry who, who started here yeah and he was the 99th brewery he was yeah and now there's 350. yeah how does it make you feel to know that people, who, someone who got his start maybe in craft beer, here with you guys when you started, is able to go out and do his own thing?
0: Yeah, well, Pete was a great home brewer before he um, started with us. That's actually how we met. Pete was through. Uh, we started when, you know we were trying to get people involved in the brewing, just excited in beer, and we teamed up. We started a homebrew club um, here here at the brewery, and he um, Pete was one of the members of the homebrew club. And that's kind of how he ended up becoming, he was working at Hatteras Yachts and in our homebrew club, but he was just like so passionate about beer, he ended up coming here and being, I think, our, one of our first employees, actually, so. But he's an awesome guy. He is. I'm good very guy. happy for him and what he's done in Durban. He's creating a great culture down there.
1: It so, is, it's uh, definitely low-key, no frills. Yeah. But good beer, and that's kind of what matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, for you guys, what's next? You talk about the nonprofit. Is there anything else down the line that, that maybe excite you or maybe would raise some people's eyebrows and oh I can't believe they're going to do that now.
0: Can't give away all my secrets right now. <laughs> of course yeah, yeah I mean we do have some stuff up our sleeves. Um, we are constantly, uh, Matthew and I, are always constantly working on innovation, um, thinking, trying to think about what that next big thing is. We've got our ideas on um, some, some things in the future that are probably going to be really big um, for our state and we're just kind of
1: you know. Not just Lenore County, the state. Yeah. That's exciting, yeah. One thing that uh, helped you guys get started was the homegrown. Yeah. And here we are late summer. Is that coming back this year? It is not, no. We, um, you know,
0: that, that, I mean, that, that is our roots, and, that, and that's one of the reasons that we, we started the brewery was for the homegrown, but we are so at capacity and so busy right now. Um, we, we just don't have time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean we're not we, we couldn't fit it in the production right. schedule and and, it, and it's more of a passion project right. it's, it shuts down proge- um, production and you know it's you know I think we only do like 50 cases of it just kind of to to have as a, as a passion, but right now it's just not feasible.
1: And the way it's made and the uh, expiration date on it, it's something you couldn't send statewide, so you could only sell it here, so. You, you can only sell it here,
0: and that is a lot of manual labor for this Yeah, guy. I
1: bet. You think it'll <laughs> ever come back, maybe, at some point? Yeah, hopefully at some point, you know. Um, cause I love it, my dad loved it. Yeah. So I know there's people yeah. out there who, who enjoyed it, cause it's such a unique thing. Yeah,
0: it is unique, I, and, and I love it too. I mean, it's great, but it's just, yeah, I mean, with, with 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 beer and Cersei right now, it's just
1: they're it just wet in the
0: course this year. So, which is a good problem to have. I was going to say but, it's a good problem to have for yeah. sure.
1: One of the things you guys did that kind of raised some eyebrows maybe was Cersei. Yeah, you know, White Claw things like that. The sparkling seltzers really started to take hold, and and you guys did your version of it. And it seems to me that people are really taking hold to it.
0: Yeah, Cersei has been um, it exceeded our expectations, but we got in, again, got into Circe at the right time, you know. Um, Cer- I mean, you know, Circe was kind of a, a dream child of ours, um, and we wanted to, we actually could have come out with Circe a year earlier than we did, but we wanted it to be done correctly. We were like, we don't want to halfway do it. When we come out with Circe, we want it to be USDA organic. We want to have all our trademarks in place. We want to have all the right distribution agreements. Um, we want to have statewide distribution, and hairs Teeters, and Lowe's, and Food Lines, mm-hmm. and Piggly Wiggly's. And, um, you know, that was something that we were we were able to get able, able to do. And, you know, that really helped us during COVID as well, because that was that whole business model for Circe was designed to be grocery based. Yeah. Um, so it was going into grocery right when everybody was going to grocery to right. buy everything. Um, so again, we were very fortunate and our timing was very good on that. And uh, yeah, it's great, it's, finally, it's nice to have some products that uh, my wife and her sisters will drink now.
1: Not big beer fans, are they? No, no. no. Which is kind of unfortunate, considering what you guys <laughs> They're do. They're big Cersei fans, uh, you know. That's right, it gives everybody an option. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think's next for a craft beer in North Carolina? Does it keep growing, does it keep growing, or maybe does it hit a cap? Well,
0: i've been thinking it's going to hit a cap for like five years and it hasn't so i might not be the right guy to ask but i feel like at some point it's got to a little bit i think um you know different styles evolve different things change um i don't see craft beer to its entirety going away or 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 really changing i just see it shifting you know you look back at 2000 like i was saying about 2008 and our business model is completely different um now than it was in 2008 so i do think it will change, but I think it'll is here to stay. But I think it, it'll just evolve,
1: and like you guys have evolved, in, in some of the things you've done, because yeah. you mentioned your original business plan oh, didn't yeah. turn out quite no, <laughs> the way you it, have it, been. It,
0: it, it. I, I didn't I didn't have hotels and <laughs> wood duck pavilions and distilleries and sparkling water and you know all that stuff. You know we've really we call ourselves now. You know we are not really we don't really consider ourselves a brewery anymore. We consider ourselves a beverage company. I mean that's really what, what we do because we have you know we're in spirits and sparkling water you know and I think you know we will evolve it might not necessarily be beer it might be in other beverages but I do think that we'll continue to grow and become a a, a industry leader hopefully in, in beverages
1: and it started right here in Lenore County it did yeah My thanks to Trent for sitting down and talking to me. What a great conversation to learn more about what Mother Earth is doing and maybe get some insights into things they're going to be doing in the future. He seemed really excited about some of the plans. Of course, he didn't want to spill all the beans just yet about what they're doing, but he's really excited about what they've done and what they will continue to do in not only Kinston, but across the state of North Carolina. Let's go from Heritage Street there in downtown Kinston and cross the Neuse River and take you along to US Highway 72. Big Game Brewing is what it started as, but the folks there in Kinston, they call it the Beer Barn. And if you've seen the place, uh, you know why. It's a small little tap room, but it's really, really nice on the inside. And it's got some great amenities, outdoors, picnic tables, cornhole, a great deck overlooking a pond there. So it's a great place to go and grab a drink with some friends and just relax. And we got a chance to talk to Aaron Avery, the head brewer and the owner of Big Game Brewing and the Brew Barn, to talk a little bit more about what he's been through in the last few years and what he's excited about in the future. How'd you get started in this?
2: Oh, man, that was a long story. Um, I actually took a chance and left my job to work for another brewery previously uh, several years ago uh, until it was time to take a step and do my own brewery.
1: What's that journey been like? I know you've, you've had some ups and downs <laughs> and some movements, but, but you're still going.
2: Yeah, still going, a little rocky, but um, just like any journey, it's gonna have its ups and downs. It can't always be up, and if it's always down, there's no point in doing it.
1: There seemed like there'd be some collaboration between some of the local breweries. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a family. You know, you do your own styles, but mm-hmm. you're kind of in the same boat, trying to make good beer to entertain people and have a good time.
2: Yeah. yeah that's, that's in this industry, that's what it's all about. A lot of people think that it's a uh, competition, heavy competition. Everybody, you know, kind of doesn't get along, but that's exact opposite. Um, we are, you know, very collaborative in our field. I mean, we, any of these guys, any of the brewers around, calls me and needs anything, yeah. you know, I'll go to them. And same thing, if I call them, need something from them, I know they would do it.
1: Uh, your tap room over there in, in Kinston over by New Sports Shop. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorites, just the way it's set up. Like, the inside's cool, then you got the back deck overlooking the pond or the oh, lake yeah. or, or whatever it is, and the huge courtyard and everything. Like, that's got to be a, a highlight to, to have for, for people in Kenston. I'm sure you get a lot of beach traffic and visitors, too. Oh, yeah,
2: we do a ton, uh, especially, you know, Friday and Sunday, Monday. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, for a little while, it was Kinston's hidden gem, you know. Uh, <laughs> where else could you go in Kenston and drink beer at an establishment? overlooking the water. That's cool. That's
1: so, very cool. cool. Um, what do you think about the growth of, of craft beer across North Carolina? In the last five years, it's probably gone from, you know, 150, 200 breweries to almost 500. Now.
2: Yeah, it's explosive. And uh, I love it. Um, the more the merrier, in my opinion. Um, it's a great industry to be in. Um, and there was an explosive explosion. And, you know, some will come and some will go. But, you know, all it's about is doing what you love making great beer.
1: What's, uh, what's next for you guys? Well, you know, I know you, you had the place up in Halifax for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And I think COVID, COVID kind of got, got at it. it. Yeah. Uh, any plans to expand like that or just kind of focus on what you're doing now?
2: Right now after COVID, uh, the plan is to just stay hyper-focused and stay in our lane and uh, see where it goes from there. Uh, a lot of people are recovering, uh, us as well. So um, yeah, right now I'm just gonna keep those to the, to the grindstone.
1: What would you say to someone who's going to watch this to say, you know, come on out? You, you need to come to Big Game and check us out.
2: ah <laughs> I, I don't know other than, um, other than coming to Kensington And, you know, we've got such a unique location. And um, you can hit a couple breweries in one day. Mother Earth, of course, being there for a while. And uh, so, yeah, you can come, enjoy two breweries and get some cool scenic, you know,
1: views. I was asked Mother Earth. It's, you know, like... They're not old by any means, but they've been around 12 Team years or something yeah, like that. Years. How cool is that to, to have, you know, they got a little bit of a name for them and then you're doing your own thing. And and people who love beer are probably, if they're going to come to town from Mother Earth, they're going to come see you too. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be cool to have a little a little hub of beer, kind of like they got here in Winterville. now.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, and um, anybody that comes to our place uh, from out of town doesn't know Mother Earth, I always suggest you go check out Mother Earth.
1: Your style. I always ask people, what, what's your style? What do, you, do you have a specialty that you like or are you just trying to, to come up with stuff that, that everyone would find something they like?
2: Just uh, yeah, everything. Something that, um, a little bit of everything. You know, anywhere from IPAs, lagers, porter, stouts, uh, some crazy ones. Like today we're doing a white chocolate peanut butter coffee blonde stout. Oh my God. And it's going to be awesome. That's amazing. A little wild.
1: Thank you to Aaron Avery for letting me come out to talk more about the beer barn and what's going on on the other side of the river there in downtown Kinston. To get even more insight on these two breweries, head over to WNCT.com. Click on the On Your Side tab. There you'll find the people in places page where you can watch my video report on the two kinston breweries to get some more insight on what's going down in lenore county and of course you can watch all of my people in places brew to you series we will go to beaufort Newburn, farmville and winterville in addition to kinston hope you'll check out all of the series and all of the previous people in places right there on wnct.com Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the People and Places Extra podcast. I'm Ken Watlington. We'll see you next time.